The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Well, good morning and welcome again to another episode of Source of Truth podcast on our daily live stream devotional. I want to thank you again for joining us on this Tuesday and a beautiful day. Uh, we've had some rain in the last little bit, and it's just nice to come out. And I would love the weather, love the, the cooler weather. I don't know about you, I'm kind of looking forward to fall. Fall's my favorite season, so I'm really looking forward to it. The only thing I don't like about fall is fall is only a couple months away from snow and winter. Uh, but yet every season's got its good and its bad. And so I'm just glad that uh, for now, the 90s are gone. And we can enjoy some nicer weather, and uh, so we're looking forward to that. Granted, same thing with spring; it comes with falling. You know, just fall comes with falling leaves and clean up, and you can always focus on the good of every season or the bad. So we're I'm just enjoying the beautiful weather. As we reminded often, this is the day the Lord hath made; we will rejoice and be glad in it. So we are grateful for all that God has given to us, and the opportunity just to be here today, the opportunity to know that God is still in control. And that whatever comes our way today has been allowed by God and therefore he has already equipped us for whatever it is he's brought our way. We just need to be dependent upon him. And one of the greatest ways to do that is the word of God. And so that is why we are here to be in the word of God and to study. And uh, as you know, we are studying right now through the book of Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 5 is where we will begin this morning. And we're going to take a chunk and look at a chunk of this. And now if you've done any studying through the book of Proverbs um, and, and you spend some time in Proverbs 5, you understand that this is speaking of uh, really a, an appropriate woman. Uh, we're going we're gonna to use this application a little bit broader than that. I believe it's a, a good application. And as I hope you stick around for a second, I think there's some great powerful principles that will be helping. Maybe share those with those who need friends uh, or friends who you think might be encouraged by this. Um, let, let me say this, that... Um, uh, when we look at this, well, I guess what I was to say is the, when I think about this, I title this or I put the primary premise on that is who's got your ear. When I think about really the main application, who's got your ear? Who are you listening to? Um, who is speaking into your ear? Sometimes it's your own self. Sometimes it's your own frustration, your own fears. Sometimes you're listening to the lies of Satan. Um, is it somebody encouraging you or is it someone really bringing frustration into your life? Is it someone being honest with you or is it somebody who is, is being dishonest? Here, here's kind of the way that I look at it when I ask myself, uh, who am I listening to? The people I'm listening to, are they drawing me closer to God or not? Are they encouraging me when I walk with God, encouraging me in my spiritual journey, or somehow they bringing frustration and discouragement? And that really comes down to the primary. My friends, the people around me, are they drawing me closer to God or not? And so that's kind of the thought I want to look at and the question I want us to kind of go through our minds as we evaluate here uh, this ch uh, ch larger chunk of chapter number five. So chapter five, beginning in verse one, Paul, uh, Solomon says this to his son, my son, attend unto my wisdom and bow thine ear to my understanding that thou mayest regard discretion and that thy lips may keep knowledge. For the lips of a strange woman drop as a honeycomb and her mouth is smoother than oil, but her end is bitter as wormwood, sharp as a two-edged sword. Her feet go down to death, her steps take hold on hell. Lest thou shouldest ponder the path of life, her ways are movable, that thou canst not know them. Hear me now, therefore, O children, and depart not from the words of my mouth. Remove thy way far from her, 
and come not nigh to the door of her house, lest thou give thine honor unto others, and thy years unto the cruel, lest, thou, lest strangers be filled with thy wealth, and thy labors be in the house of a stranger. And, they, and thou mourn at the last, when thy flesh and thy body are consumed. And say, how have I hated instruction, and my heart despised reproof. And have not obeyed the voice of my teachers, nor inclined mine ear to them that instructed me. I was almost an evil, and all evil, in the midst of the congregation and assembly. So as we look at this, I want to start with the first couple of verses. And we've mentioned before that this is not the first time. This often Solomon does this. He, um, he emphasizes the importance of encouraging his son, please understand this. But I think uh, these couple of verses are a little more than just an emphasis on the need to understand the need for wisdom. But really, it's a warning. Please understand how, they, how important it is. And notice he says, my son intended to my wisdom. Bow thine ear to my understanding. Why, why did Solomon focus so much in the first verse of talking about his own wisdom, his own knowledge? And here's kind of what I think he's saying. My son, listen, I've got the experience. I, I am older. I have the leading of God. I'm telling you, be very, very careful because what I'm about to warn you about is something that a younger person may miss. Now, this younger person may be younger in life. This younger person may be younger in Christianity, whatever it is, or just in, in a struggle in their personal journey. But whatever it is, he says, be careful. What I'm about to tell you is so important because if you listen, because really it comes down to whether you're going to listen to my wisdom and my instruction or whether you're going to follow the instruction of someone from the world, someone that is not leading you towards God. And that's really the debate. Who has your ear? Are you going to listen to my instruction or are you going to listen to the instruction or the frustration of someone else. It could be a friend, it could be a family member, it could be the news, it could be media, it could be anything that Satan could be using to fill your mind with wrong, with, with lies, frustration, fear, things of that nature. Uh, let, let me encourage you, it's very important who we do listen to. I mean, we look politically. You're going to get a very different political view to based upon which media outlet you look at. And there's very few out there that I could say are balanced. They're very strong one way or the other. Now, you go to social media and just forget about it. Uh, be very, very careful because if you listen one, it's, it's good to hear both sides of the story, but if you listen to the wrong people too much, you begin to believe. We Just earlier in this section of Scripture, remember we just said not that long ago, keep thy heart, guard thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Same true with where, where do things enter my heart? They enter through my eyes, they enter through my ears, what I'm listening to, what I'm watching. And so he says, be very, very careful on what you listen to, uh, who, who you allow to influence you. He says in verse 2, if you listen to me, that thou mayest regard, understand, protect discretion, and that thy lips may keep knowledge. He goes, it's important to listen to me. That way you may be understand. I recognize, regard, be part of your life, discretion. And discretion is more, it's knowledge, wisdom kind of put together. Discretion is being able to see a scenario and understand really what's going on. Be able to see, we talked about Sunday, and be able to see, not only know that Satan's Satan's moving in our lives, but to be able to recognize his movement in our lives. Now, why does he talk about discretion? Because in a little bit, he's going to begin to talk about, in this, uh, this situation, any moral woman who uses her words in a way to destroy families, to destroy lives. And so we're going to make a broader application to just what we listen to, 
that if we're not careful, what we listen to will establish our perspective, our beliefs, and therefore our actions. And so it's so important to be careful what we listen to, so important, and to have discretion, to be able to recognize when what we're hearing is not right, what we're hearing uh, is not accurate, what we're hearing pulls us from God and does not drive us in, in a walk with God, but actually brings us away from God in frustration and discouragement. And Satan will use that. He understands how powerful speech is. So we understand the importance of who are we listening to. So as we say that, let me take a minute and just read again and break down a little bit how he describes this woman. And again, I want to go beyond more than just the immoral woman. I want to look at a practical application. So let me just, verse 3, For the lips of a strange woman drop as a honeycomb. Her mouth is smoother than oil. But her end is bitter as wormwood, sharp as a two-edged sword. Now, we start off with understanding something. I'm just going to just mend for a second. Please understand um, the power of words. I would just kind of put this in marriage across board. She, that doesn't talk about her beauty. It doesn't talk anything about that. It talks about her words. Be very, very careful and understand the power of words in our heart. But let's go broader than that. Uh, the, when we look at the idea of the lips of a strange woman, the words of what she is saying, uh, let's go broader than just the strange woman and go to any, uh, any people we allow to have part of our life. Let's see this. These words are not always seen as angry, rough, mean, and critical. As a matter of fact, they're seen as sweet. They're seen as good. They're seen as, how, uh, you know, hey, I'm encouraging, whatever. Be careful. These words are not, you know, Satan, we talked about Sunday, the deception of Satan. Satan doesn't come in in this evil red costume with horn, you know, horns and a pitchfork and a tail making it obvious. Satan was a beautiful, Lucifer was a beautiful angel created by God. And so his tactics are going to be attractive. They're going to seem good. So as we listen to people, be very, very careful. Satan doesn't always come across as an angry man cursing and using horrible language. He will use the language that will attract you might even be spiritual language if you're not careful. It might even sound like the most spiritual person around you. Where are they driving you to? But the end of this person, this conversation is bitter. It's like a two-edged sword. It'll chop you off. Her feet, verse 5, go down to death. Her steps, her, her steps take hold on death. Verse 6, lest thou shouldest ponder the path of life. Her ways are not movable. That thou canst know them. Please understand, we don't even know where they're going. You can't really see their deception. It's hard to know really where they are, where they're going. It's just confusing. And remember, God is not the author of confusion. Um, verse 7, Hear me now, therefore, O ye children, and depart not from the words of my mouth. Because now that I've described, again, we'll just go back to who are you listening to? Verse 8, Remove thy ways far from her, and come not nigh to the, the door of her house. Now, again, broader application. Listen to me. Do not even go close to this type of person. The Bible tells us also flee youthful lusts. Stay as far away as you can from those who would bring this type of damage. And I mean that. Stay as far away as you can from people who would bring this type of damage. Don't even get close to it. So here's the point. Somebody's going to use their words to bring grief. They're going to use criticism. They're going to use whatever language. And it won't always come across as horrible. It'll seem to make sense. They'll be very friendly about it. But it'll drive you down away from God. The key is not, again, what they're saying is, where is it pointing you? Is it pulling you to God? This person is, the direction is death. Now, again, we're talking about an immoral woman that ultimately brings destruction. But please understand it's her words that she is using to destroy a marriage, to destroy a home, to destroy a life. Be careful who we listen to because it may establish who 
where we end up. Now, please remember, the Bible tells us, can two walk together except they be agreed? So the important thing is sometimes when we sit to hear these words, our problem is we hear them and they make sense to us because there's already something in our mind, um, frustration, concern, whatever it is, that when that person speaks, it, it attracts us. Right? A silly illustration. Um, in today's day and age, you start talking about certain sports, football. Immediately, if you talk about Eagles, you've got some people's attention. You start talking about the Redskins, nah, who cares, right? Uh, let's, let's talk about this. So many people today are saying, I'm boycotting NBA, I'm boycotting this. And why? Because they're, they're annoyed by the politics put into it. Boy, that'll grab. I'll talk about that. Uh, when we're already thinking about something, we hear it, we're ready to jump into the conversation, which means somebody that has a, that speaks, that's going to pull us from God, there's already something that our mind is tending that way. It's important to allow God's word to speak to you. Be in prayer because God's word will help you to see those things that ultimately will drive you the wrong way. Be very careful on that. Don't just listen to anybody. Let the word of God be that source of truth. Let the word of God be that voice. Let the Holy Spirit be that voice. So that when, when this deception comes in the form of kindness and you begin to, you can recognize it. What is it back in verse two? You recognize discernment. Listen, you know, he's told to listen to the wisdom of Solomon. We are to listen to the wisdom of the word of God and the Holy Spirit. So we can recognize discernment when necessary. In verse nine, is lest thou give honor, thine honor to others. Basically, you lose everything and the next coming years are cruel. Strange are filled. You lose your wealth and it goes to someone else. Because thou mourn at the last when thy flesh and body are consumed. And I like this part, verse 12. This is what we say. When the end of this destruction and the pain comes, verse 12 says, how have I hated instruction in my heart, despised reproof, and have not obeyed the voice of my teachers, nor inclined thine ear to them that instructed me. I was almost in evil, and all evil in the midst of the congregation and assembly. Here's what he says. At the end of the problem where I find myself, at the end of all of the things I'm looking at. And, and, and so I've listened to the destruction. I've listened to the people. It sounded great. I filled my ears. I followed it. And now I'm in pain. Now I'm at the end of it and I can see the deception of the person. I can see uh, how I was warned, but I ignored it. And now I'm hurting. Can I encourage you, if we listen to the people God's put around us, the teachers God's put around us, the Holy Spirit that God's put into us. When we are in the word of God and we listen, not, I'm not just talking, hey, I read a little bit, move on. Listen intently to the voice of the Holy Spirit so that we can recognize the wrong. Why? So that those days don't have to come. The bad doesn't have to come. The struggles don't have to come. The hurt doesn't have to come. But I'm telling you, if you ignore the voice of God and you listen to the voice of, the, of, the, of the Satan's person, you will find yourself in pain. It will happen because that's that's direction we're going. And when that's all said and done, by the way, the person who's brought us down won't be around to help us. And we'll be in pain and we'll sit back and say, man, I was warned. Why am I here? You don't have to be there. You don't have to end up there. Wisdom says have discretion. Use the Holy Spirit. Listen so that I don't end up in that spot. It's so important who we listen to. Remember in Psalm 1, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and his delight as he meditate day and night. Two very distinct paths. Who are we going to listen to? Who are we going to follow? Who is going to influence us? Who's got your ear? Be very careful that we listen to the right person. And, and don't get me wrong. I think when it comes to, you know, I'm not just saying I'm right and everybody else is wrong. Please be very careful when, when I go. I should never say that. I should listen. But I should listen to God's voice first so that I recognize indiscretion, the right and wrong. 
the good and bad. And I don't even have to always understand why. I just, I'm uncomfortable. I'm staying away from this. And what did, what did Paul tell us in Philippians? Think on these things, whatsoever things are pure, lovely, just, and there's a list of things. Think on those things. Things that point you to God, things that lift you up. That's so important. There's a lot of voices out there today. Actually, most of it's noise and static. Be listening to God. Let his voice be the one that leads us because that ends up in blessing. The other one ends up in pain. Thanks again for giving us time on this Tuesday uh, just to take a few minutes together. I hope we'll listen uh, to the right voice. I'm not even saying mine. The Holy Spirit's voice is what we're listening to. It's why we go to the word of God, the source of truth, that we can have wisdom and direction and guidance. We hope you have a great afternoon and a great rest of the week, and we look forward to seeing you next time.